Welcome back to Said Talk. Um, I've been kicking around some ideas for my next topic. Um, Just ideas I've been thinking about throughout the time that I've kind of been disconnected from everything and just going through life over, you know, the past couple of months. Um, Just a lot of different ideas, a lot of experiences I have and the way that my mind works and making sense of things, analyzing things always seeking purpose out of things, um, just always being curious. Um, So to start off, I do want to reiterate the concept of said talk in this podcast and my desires and what I hope my audience can take out of it. Um, and, And said talk is an acronym for constructive, efficient dialect, which I want to have conversations with my audience about societal issues about pushing boundaries, changing narratives, producing new ideas, exchanging those ideas, um, being in control of yourself, and just promoting independency. Um, I'm fully transparent on all of these topics that I speak about because I'm not, I'm human. I'm not perfect. No one's perfect. I think that there's something very valuable in being transparent and allowing people insight into your struggles or whatever you may be going through too, because a lot of times people can feel distant, can feel like people already have the answers that they've, they've already, they're already living it. Uh, it's kind of hard to see the end, the positivity, the success in it. Um, so I just want to reiterate the concept, um, understand that these are just topics. They're just conversations. There is no right. There is no wrong. Um, They're just simply my opinion and things that I want to put out into the atmosphere and have people think about. And I've just been thinking lately about this idea and I jotted it down and had some thoughts about it, talked to some people about it, kicked it around, did a little bit of research. And I just want to talk about comfort. I think comfort is a very natural human instinct. Um, I think it's necessary because we're human when it comes to making sense of things, making sense of life, um, simply fatality, understanding that eventually we will all die. You know, we none of us asked to be here. We're pretty much given a ticket at birth and we know eventually time will run out. I think when it comes to things like that, when it comes to tragedy, loss, we need comfort to make sense of things because we're human and we do have emotions. And let's just be honest about it. Comfort feels good. You know, we all want to be comfortable in your respective ways, whether that's comfortable financially, comfortable physically with your body, comfortable physically in a sense of where you lay your head, how you feel comfort mentally. It's very natural to seek comfort. I mean, if you just think about a a random rainy day in the winter when it's raining and it's cold outside and it's gray and you're underneath your blankets, you know, that comfort, that physical comfort, you don't want to get out of that. You know, it feels really good to, to lay there. But what if you have work? Or what if you have some things on your schedule you're supposed to be doing and you know you're supposed to be doing? 
And the question is, are you going to lay there in comfort? Now, every situation doesn't have to be this broad, significant, or magnified. But one thing I've learned through my own journey of trying to be my best self, trying to be successful, trying to be more disciplined, is that habits matter, even to the smallest degree. You know, your your habits matter. So if you take something as simple as getting up when you say you're going to get up or holding yourself accountable to the goals you had for the day or your schedule, it builds a new behavior from you that will make it easier to be that person. But I know I'm getting long-winded. My whole point of this episode is I feel that we need to resist comfort. I think a lot of times with making sense of the world, making sense of your current circumstances, making sense of situations, I think a lot of times people try to rationalize things by seeking comfort. You know, if someone's not comfortable in their body, whether they're big, skinny, whatever, and they go, oh, I'm just biologically made that way, there may be some truth to that. If someone's not happy with their current relationship and they rationalize that by saying, well, I got with X, Y, and Z when I was older. I didn't have that self-fulfillment when I was younger. That's why I'm in the condition I am in now. I think that's a very dangerous road to go down, to start to rationalize your own complacency and comfort, to validate it, to validate that you know you're not okay with what you see in the mirror, but you validate it to make yourself feel better. I think comfort can be good, but I think comfort can be very dangerous in a sense of you may become idle, complacent. And one thing I have learned and thought about through this process of kicking around this idea is we all want to be successful. We all have outlandish goals and achievements for ourselves. We all have this perfect idea of what we want. And some of us are in the pursuit of it. Some of us aren't. Some of us are more successful at aspiring for it. But one thing that we do have to understand is that special outcomes don't come out of being comfortable. Growth doesn't come out of being comfortable. You need to break barriers to get to growth. Things that would usually stop you from growing or stop you from making a decision or stop you from doing something. It's uncomfortable. If you're somebody who has stage frightness, you don't like public speaking, and there's something comfortable about avoiding it. If you're someone who doesn't like confrontation or talking about your feelings, and there's something comfort comfortable in not doing so. How are you ever going to grow out of that? How are you ever going to get to a point to improve your overall position if you, you don't solve public speaking? If you don't solve talking about your feelings, how can you ever be reachable? There is no special outcomes that come out of being comfortable. You have to be able to produce a new mentality to be okay with being uncomfortable. I think that's maybe the one... One of the takeaways that I have after assessing this topic and thinking about it, because it does come off 
resisting comfort, it comes off as an extremist mentality. Something that seems very draining, something that that seems endless. But I do think that we as a country seek comfort far more than we seek being uncomfortable. Just to be transparent, I think there's a lot of bullshit out there in the world to validate people and make them feel better. Instant gratification or gratification in general, it's out there. There's a lot of people that are going to bullshit you and tell you what you want to hear to stick around you, to make you feel better, to not ruffle feathers. There's a lot of bullshit out there in the world to make you feel like you're fulfilled. But you're the only person that controls your own development. And you need to live with a real consciousness and purpose about yourself and not look outward at others or things or platforms or whatever it is to make you feel better about yourself. But that gratification, it's dangerous. It's a drug to make decisions that are disingenuous, to make decisions out of immediate gratification. You have to understand there's no longevity in that. When you aspire only to be gratified instantly or do things that's going to make you feel better in the moment. What? Okay, once you get to that, now what? Are you back to plan A? Are you ever making genuine goals for a specific outcome? Or are you setting volatile goals with no longevity? Things that once you get them, your your whole energy and your whole direction in life is going to fizzle out. And once again, it's very normal to seek that gratification. I think gratification and comfort go hand in hand in a way, because in seeking uh, immediate gratification, in a way you're seeking comfort. I mean, it's summertime. There's a there's people out there that'll go. I'm, I'm dropping 10 pounds for summer. I'm going to lose 10 pounds for summer. But what about when summer ends? What about the rest of the year? What about when you lose that 10? Then what? Are you in an ultimate pursuit of something? Or is something else controlling your very being? You have to think consciously about what you want to do. And, you know, what I've noticed through self-gratification, through instant gratification, a lot of times your progress will stop once you get to that, that point. All of a sudden, the energy is not there. Once you hit that point, you just feel dejected because you didn't really think about what's next. You just set a volatile goal. And now what? And when it comes to comfort, what I've noticed a lot of times is your progress will stop. You'll set a goal and your progress will stop. There, there's human aspects that get in the way. And when you, ha- when you have goals that you're not married to, that you're not committed to, that's what will happen. Your progress will stop when you seek comfort. You start to rationalize 
your situation to be able to look in the mirror. I didn't lose the 10 pounds because, oh, I didn't have enough time. I didn't lose the 10 pounds because I I just couldn't stop eating this and eating that. Or I just couldn't talk about my feelings because it just wasn't the right time. It wasn't the right person. I didn't think I would be received well, which are all very valid points. And this is why it may come off a bit extremist, but it's only extremist because I think a lot of times we have the idea of resisting comfort, but how many times do we actually do it? It's a scary thing, and I don't blame anyone for not doing it. It, I chicken out a lot of times. By no means am I perfect in my pursuit of resisting comfort. But what's interesting is when adversity hits, I call it like bargaining agreements within your, your own head, like within your own consciousness. The day you know you're supposed to work out and you go, well, I'm going to skip today. I'll just I'll just go twice as hard tomorrow or oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just get 30 minutes in today. I just don't feel like it. The bargaining agreements. I'll do it tomorrow. When you decide to do something within yourself and you set out a goal, you you sign that contract to yourself. You have to hold yourself accountable. You have to be true to yourself. Whatever it is, I think one thing when kind of hearing myself talk about these topics, I feel like it can come off too serious or too broad or too significant. But once again, I think this is just one, a conversation. But two, I think it's just ideas of living, of flipping your mentality. You can have this extremist mindset about something very small that you're pretty much fully in control in. That don't really have exterior factors that will impact this. So when it comes to something as simple as. I'm going to wake up every day at this time. You're fully in control of that. And you're fully in control of setting a time that doesn't interrupt your schedule. And if you were to do something like that, you have to live up to it. That could be plan A. Route one on your journey of trying to resist comfort. Will you be successful in it every day? No, there's days you're going to fail. There's days that you're going to be more in control of it than not. And those are the days you have to take control. Why? Once again, because special outcomes do not come out of being comfortable or doing the same thing. Growth does not come out of that. How are you going to ever grow doing the same thing? How are you going to ever grow if you never knock down the barrier when it gets hard, when adversity hits? When that type of stuff happens and you push through it and you know what it feels like and you know what the other side looks like and feels like, it's a lot easier when adversity hits again, whenever it does, to be able to handle that. To be able to rationalize that in your head without sacrificing your own integrity. So once again, be true to you, be true in what you want to be and don't let anybody else influence that, at least not negatively. You know, have some marriage to your goals, some commitment 
and 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 ask yourself ask yourself can i look in the mirror and be happy with my current circumstance be realistic about your necessities and your wants as it pertains to comfort and in general because there are things that are necessary and then there's things that you just want and prefer the human behavior that you have to control and some people will be up to the challenge and others will not and that's why we have the beautiful opportunities in the country that we have and you could clearly see it the difference when someone makes conscious efforts to put and invest in themselves you see the results of that you see the fruits of the labor So my question to you is, are you in control of you or does something have a hold on you Does something influence you? Do you make your own conscious decisions? You know what? What are you in pursuit of? Have you thought about it? Do you know at at what point of this journey are you in? Have you even thought about what you're in pursuit of? Once again, can you look in the mirror and be happy with your just today, not with the year? Can you be happy with yourself as of today when you woke up and you had all those inner thoughts about what you need to do or should be doing? How many of those out of 10 did you come through on? Yes, tomorrow is another day for an opportunity, but there's no opportunity like now. So take control, you know, don't discourage yourself. Try to surround yourself around positivity. That's why I always scream to get off of social media. I think a lot of times people get dejected because they're comparing their levels of success to other people that are in different circumstances, different situations, different strengths, different weaknesses, different points in their life. There's like a real outward projection Because let's face it, like the time that we're living in, it's so easy to have insight to someone else's life and the perception that it's all gravy is just so wrong because everybody's going to promote their best self when they're showing it. And for you to measure your success off of that, and I'm not saying everyone does, but I know there's a lot of projection and comparison that goes on. And just understand that you'll never be happy living that way. You need to look for success in yourself. You know, live in reality, live in your reality. You know, social media is a a fake thing. It's it's a social construct. So live in reality, you know, detach from that. Maybe it's not social media for you and it's something else. Maybe it's TV. Maybe it's work. For some people, even maybe it's the gym because you can have someone physically healthy, but mentally sick. So however you need to take control, if you're not in control, do that and make sure you're living in reality and make sure you're being true to you. Because you're you're the only one in control of your self-development. Don't look outward to people to push you along the way. Or help you feel better about yourself. Don't look at exterior factors and blame those on where you're at in life. Be real about yourself. Because you're the only ones that you're the only one, excuse me, that has that conscious 
voice in your head. Everyone has one. And you can lie to the world and lie to everybody else, but you're the only one that has to live with that. You're the only one who has to live with your circumstances and success. Don't want to get preachy once again, but it's the reality of it. People don't want to hear shit like this, but people also want the lavish lifestyle. People want this. People want that. But they don't, when it gets nitty and gritty, they don't want to hear this because it's, it's, it's too revealing. It's too real. It's hard to look at. And it doesn't have to be broad. It could be in the smallest levels possible. It doesn't mean that you're not, you're not successful because you're not having an extremist mentality with comfort. But I think that there's something real about being real with yourself in this fake ass world we have right now. In this world that will tell you whatever you want to make you feel better or to subject you or to be around you. There's a lot of real loss in the world right now. And I think social media does that as well. I think friends do it. So just make sure that you're in control of you. So my advice is to start today. Begin your journey of trying to resist comfort. Begin your journey of being real with yourself. Begin your journey of resisting things that are in the way of your growth, the barriers have a positive idea about being uncomfortable because that's how we can grow and that's how we'll deal with adversity and just understand that the success portion will not come with being comfortable do you need to pick the roses smell the roses enjoy the fruits of the labor along the way yeah but understand who you are as a person and if you're a person that gets caught up in the Kool-Aid, drinking too much Kool-Aid, understand that you probably shouldn't do that then because you just built and wired different. So say no more than yes, whatever it is, whether it's a monologue in your own head or whether it's dialogue with anyone else, try to say no more than yes, obviously for positive outcomes, but just try it. Try to resist. Try to be different. Dare to be different. Why not? And I just want to end with this. Um, I know these topics, this conversation specifically is very broad, extreme. But understand that, you know, some people need to hear this and some people will take whatever they need from it. Some people it may not work for at all. My biggest thing is that We have conversations, we exchange ideas that someone gets something out of this. There's a lot of platforms and things you could be giving your attention to, but how many are fundamental to you? How many are actually productive? You have to really ask yourself where you can find time because time is one of those things that we cannot control. We can never get back. And the last thing you want to do is be living at some point thinking all shucks because you're always in control of the now. You know, one thing that is definite about not taking a chance is that you'll fail. Is there a possibility of failing and taking a chance? Yes. There's also a possibility of growth. 
there's also a possibility of expansion. So understand that you can be scared to take a leap, to take a chance. But understand that you will also stay right there. It's an investment. If you do take the chance, will you miss sometimes? Yes. And that's fine. But there's something about learning when you fail. And if you don't take any chances, like I said, you'll you'll just stay right there. So I just want to get this topic out, see what you guys think about it. Uh, How many people do you guys think actually resist comfort or live consciously? What do you think the effect of food, social media, uh, media in general has on us as a country? What do you think the effect that social ideas, ideas that are produced by society, religion, what do you guys make of that? Is there any independency within yourself Do you allow those things to control your very mentality? It's not something I don't I don't think it needs to be negative, but understand the pull it has on you and just think about it. There there, There doesn't have to be any answers that comes out of it. But just think about it.